0: Hello and welcome to Global Solutions 2, Podcast 7, Transformative Technology. This week's module looks at those technologies that really shape our world, change our world, that have a transformative effect on society and how we live and what we do. So through history, obviously, we can look back and see those transformative technologies. Electricity, printing, the combustion engine, the great technologies of the industrial era that really were the foundation for the modern world. And of course, one of those things is related to energy. A modern society in a modern world, technological world, requires a vast amount of energy. Our energy consumption has gone up exponentially over the decades as we've increasingly developed new technologies that really enhance our lives, provide new opportunities, new ways of doing things. It could be new medical procedures, new medical technology, communications technology, transport technology. In all the different aspects of life, we are always pushing forward the technological boundaries and creating everything from new materials that we make things of to new smartphones, and all the things that we recognize now and actually are an essential part of our lives and a modern way of living. But all those new technologies obviously require resources in order to create them and they require energy. So the more that we advance our technological society, our science-driven society, the more that we have and generate, create things that need that energy, need resources to sustain them. So at the same time that we've created all these amazing products and amazing ways to enhance our lives, extend our lives through medical technology and otherwise, we also obviously are consuming a lot more of the world's resources and needing a lot more energy. So all these things go together. Technology is truly transformative in society. And as I was saying, if you look at it historically, it may not be the first thing that you think of, when you think of the foundation of a modern society, liberal democracy, the freedoms that we expect and enjoy, like freedom of expression and representation in a democratic government and the right to be able to have an education, think our own thoughts, develop our own plans, pursue our own careers and our dreams and so on. But in actual fact, Even though those might be not the first things that you think of when you think about the foundation of the modern world, technology is there at the core of it. It really is the foundation of everything that has generated the modern world because really without the technological innovation, then human productivity is very low indeed. And so most of us, 90% or more, really our major activity before the great agricultural industrial revolutions, the great technological revolutions, most of our time was spent just growing food because we could only grow enough food for a few people at most. Human productivity has just gone up absolutely massively. Without that increase in productivity, then we just didn't have the time to think the thoughts, to create the liberal ideas, the enlightenment ideas, to create the foundations for the modern thinking and world view that leads to the age of revolutions and the new societies that came out of it. So without that technological progress, none of these things would have happened. That's why when we look at global solutions and we're considering all these issues around the world, we really do have to think about technological innovation. Obviously, we're at a point where we already have a lot of new technologies, and some of those are being applied in terms of how we now generate energy. Technology, in its very essence, brings benefits, but it also brings costs. Sometimes those costs are just purely in terms of the energy they need, the resources they need, and so on. And sometimes they raise ethical questions, as in the case of genetic engineering, or in some cases, new medical technology. Technological innovation can really drive a lot of different things and really is transformative for society. So we have to consider all aspects of this when we think about transforming our world to a more sustainable world, a world in which we're not overusing the resources, or that we have massive disparities between the different nations and groups of people in terms of their access to energy and resources to be able to create a life for themselves that is self-sufficient and provides opportunity and advancement. Technology in that sense is both democratizing in terms of it giving people opportunity and choices, but it also raises issues because of who has that access to the technology and how is it used. Clearly, we can see that in, for instance, in terms of communication technology, which can be used as a liberating force, can be used via social media to create social revolutions, and we've seen that, or protests, or fight the cause of human rights. But the same technologies can be used for surveillance, cracking down on people, suppressing dissent and protest, and suppressing freedom of thought and expression, and of course, Authoritarian regimes in the world use smart technology in order to do that. The incredible thing about all technology is there's always this spectrum of issues or things to think about that are both physical in terms of things like energy and resources, political and societal in terms of who has access to the technology and how do they use it for good, for not so good, for authoritarian or repressive purposes. Or they use it for connection and connecting around the world and it helps the growth of a a sense of global consciousness. That's all possible as well. So each technology can work for the light side of the force or the dark side of the force in a way. Or you can think about these things and decide your own ethical positions and your own positions on, on these different technologies. But nonetheless, we have to wade into this and to consider these things because of how fundamentally powerful technology is. And one thing you could say about technological progress is that as we, as human beings, have developed science and developed our knowledge of more fundamental levels of physics and our universe around us, we are able to enhance more fundamental and powerful forces. I think the two clear, very... Strong examples of that. One would be nuclear energy, nuclear fission, and the second one would be genetics. And just to mention those two, of course, brings up a whole spectrum of ethical considerations to think about. That's partly why we feature some debates on those issues in the slide presentation. Um, in regard to both renewable energy and biotechnology. And then, of course, the other one is artificial intelligence, robotics, and so on. And we have special sections on those because those are potentially very, very transformative technologies for this century. And everybody has, you know, there is a lively, ongoing debate uh, that is very necessary about how far should we go with genetic technology? How much should we change the genome of an animal or a fish or a human being? Is this a desirable thing? Are there potential benefits that really are so great that we must continue in that direction? Or are we potentially altering things at such a fundamental level that there's very complex and unintended consequences that really are very dangerous for the future of humanity. All these things are in the realms of possibility right now and very much at the cutting edge of debate in terms of bioethics, scientific inquiry, and in the political sphere and every sphere. We are looking at these issues in terms of genetic engineering, Obviously, the debates regarding nuclear energy are even older. The first nuclear power plant started producing energy in 1951. So the purpose of this module really is to look at these different technologies. And there's various sources there and arguments that point out both the benefits of the technology, but also where there are issues with the technology. So we take a look at a number of renewable energy technologies because obviously this is very critical in terms of reducing the amount of CO2 in the atmosphere and avoiding further negative and destructive climate change for the globe. Increasing temperature of the globe and facing its negative impacts, we have a great push now across the world to move to renewable energy sources. In any case, the estimates are that we will run out of fossil fuels in a few more decades or so. We can't rely on fossil fuels for the future. We must have alternative energy sources. If you review all the material that has been selected and is available through the slideshows, what we will see is an analysis of the advantages and disadvantages of each type of energy source, whether it's nuclear, hydro, solar, wind, because they do all have advantages and all have disadvantages. And certainly there are hot debates about the role of each one of them and how much they can be relied upon to provide the bulk of energy going forward. It is interesting and important to review each of them and understand the complexities as regards to moving society away from reliance on fossil fuels. It is an enormous enterprise, and for all the advantages of renewable energy, they do have their challenges. To name but one in regards to solar panels, solar panels do require a lot of resources and currently, in many places, the plans for recycling them are yet to be developed. There is some good progress in Europe on this, but they do actually pose challenges as regards to what happens to the solar panels at the end of their life, and we are facing um, a situation not far into the future where there will be a huge amount of solar panels which are no longer usable and then what to do with them if you just you can't just discard them and put them in landfill they can leach toxic materials this is an issue that is a very hot area of debate at the moment one can see there needs to be a far greater push and thinking and mechanism for dealing with solar panels and joined up thinking that really thinks about the entire life of the panel and what to do with the panels when we no longer can use them and the requirement to extract back out essential minerals. Otherwise, if we go down the trajectory of a vast increase in the use of solar panels, that reduces the amount of CO2 going into the atmosphere compared to fossil fuels. But it also produces vast mountains, eventually, of used solar panels And would require a vast increase in the amount of mining to get materials to put into those solar panels. By highlighting this, it's not to say, so let's not have solar panels. It's to say that we have to look at each one and consider each part of the advantage, disadvantage or how we can improve our systemic thinking so that we can dress all parts of the production cycle including what happens when the solar panel is no longer viable. Or think about how much resources each technology requires and where those resources come from and the circumstances that they are generated. Like we said, with so many of these different issues, what we're really promoting here is the idea that if you take any area like this, you really have to think, systematically about all parts of what is being done and address all issues along the chain and think about what really generates the most sustainable, the most just, the most reliable and stable form of technology for the future. And that's really uh, the essential mission. There are lots of different sources to look at within the module and to consider these different technologies. Renewable energy is a big part of that in terms of the different forms of renewable energy. But then we also focus in on two very important growing areas like artificial intelligence and genetics and consider some of the great advancements that can come from that, some of the great benefits, but then some of the great challenges and ethical issues that arise as well. In essence, in terms of addressing the issues of the world, technology plays a very essential and key role. It's essential not to leave it out and to consider it, to delve into all the different issues that arise and to develop our thinking about it and our opinions about it and our views as regards to which way our society should go and how we address these fundamental issues in the best possible way.